First news with Keeler in the morning on WIBX and WIBX950.com. I want to go to Keith Lovatino. He is the superintendent of schools at Little Falls. And Keith, good morning. Good morning, sir. How are you this morning? You know, we should get a digital governor. That would work. <laughs> because we all clearly heard on Friday that you didn't have to wear a mask, right? Boy, we what? clearly heard it. When, when you first heard that uh, Howard Zucker came out with the statement saying, we're going to remove masks from schools, and oh, by the way, it starts Monday morning, um, what were you thinking? Like, uh, maybe a little heads up would be nice. <laughs> well, m- more than a heads up, plus Friday afternoon or 4 or 5 that we couldn't even communicate with faculty or staff, right. yep. let alone parents. I then realized everything that I'm going to be working on all the weekend because everyone interprets things differently, and appropriately so, and how we're going to convey those messages. And then this morning I was thinking, but at the same time, there's no talk about making modifications to the school bus rule, where we still have to maintain social distancing, where there can only be a certain amount of students. See, for us, that hurts because we have a limited fleet. So we still have to have a 3-2-2-3 model at our junior and senior middle school and high school Mm -hmm. because of... They don't think about all that goes into this. So to answer your question, it's just been kind of chaotic this entire weekend. And I feel bad because you send out one message, and then two hours later you're sending out another message. And now I guess we're patiently waiting for the governor to decide when he hears back from the CDC's response. I believe that's the latest. Isn't there a little bit of why are you doing this to us right now when when elementary schools, they have three about three weeks left. And high schools are wrapping things up. Absolutely. And I have to say that there was a positive feeling going on. The the positivity rate has been going down. We're here in school. Yeah, it's hot, but it's not winter. There's just an upbeat feeling. We're having end-of-the-year ceremonies. And, yes, you're right. They throw this at us with limited time left in the school year. We don't understand it. Yeah. Uh, and then, out of nowhere, the governor, it, 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 there must have been enough uh, angry out there for the governor's office to make a declaration on Sunday afternoon clarifying that the mask order was still in place. Uh, yes, because I think everybody coming to each different school in each different community was interpreting it differently. It would have been really inconsistent. That's why I give credit to our region here and District Superintendent Sherwood of the Herkimer Boses. All of us, the superintendents, were communicating throughout the weekend because we like to send a common message. And she drafted a letter, and I believe you saw that letter, Bill. I did, yeah. And and at least we're common for today because many people were asking all different questions. And then – what happens if a mom or dad interprets it that they don't have to wear a mask and they send them to school, and then we say they do? It's almost like it's plotting people against people without being provided. I agree, because I, I will tell you on a couple of the uh, the websites that have developed on Facebook over this pandemic, uh, after the governor came out and said masks had to be worn, worn all of a sudden it, it populated those sites all over again with angry parents saying, how can you do this to my kid in the final three weeks of school and et cetera, et cetera. All it's doing is just, you know, the, the fire's smoldering. It's, it's gotten down to the point where it's just smoldering. And let's throw some kindling and some gasoline on that fire. Right. Instead of letting us end school on a relatively positivity, positive note. Yeah. Again, we're planning our end-of-the-year ceremonies. We're following the guidelines. Kids are in school. Faculty and staff are feeling better about themselves. But when I read this letter and he's comparing it to camps, 
Yeah. That's a big difference between a school building holding over a thousand kids and a small outdoor camp. Yeah. I mean, it's just difficult to interpret. I'm hoping it's just not me. Uh, I don't think it is. And, no, you know, especially in I, it's got to be frustrating because in schools, everything is done. You're dealing with children. You're dealing with parents. There's I mean, I understand it's probably very difficult to run a, a state. But you, the, the beauty of a state is you have, you know, you have county executives, you have mayors, and you have uh, uh, counts, common councils, etc. Everybody's kind of running this. You just kind of have to oversee it. And I guess you could say that's kind of like being a superintendent. But the reality is you have a system in place that you have to follow. You start messing with it, and all of a sudden it throws everything out of whack. It's got to be frustrating, as this whole year has, has been with the lack of guidance and the surprise guidance, it, it's got to be frustrating as a, as a school official. Well, and when you have systematic systems in place, as we do, and we follow them consistently, the aggravating part is when they're interrupted by an outside resource or, or yeah. an outside agency. <clears throat> it's one thing if I, as the superintendent, make a drastic change, which I would never do, because we work collaboratively through committees. Uh, decisions are based on research and so forth. But we come together and we make decisions together so that all stakeholders are involved. Now it's decisions to make, and it's affecting all the stakeholders who had absolutely no say in it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how is uh, what is so uh, officially? What is the policy on dances and proms and that sort of thing? And what is the policy on graduation that you guys are uh, have been given? So uh, there's a seating capacity. I want to say it's max 250 inside, 500 outside. Okay, and we are going to be doing it outside. Uh, that's the latest. Uh, don't call me on that, but mm -hmm. I spoke to our high school principal about it just the other day. So we are having a ceremony outside because we can accommodate uh, the, the maximum amount in our stadium. Yeah. Uh, so, so that's the plan as of now. Okay. Traditionally, we have it inside. We have a beautiful auditorium mm -hmm. that's air-conditioned, but last year and this year, because of the pandemic, <laughs> we couldn't do that. But we are able to have one, okay. which is good. Again, I'm not, I, I won't even say the district, but I saw pictures posted over the weekend, and I think this was part of the confusion. Somebody had a prom, and I saw it was about 20, 25 kids, boys and girls, in a group photo, not, not one mask. Yeah, so you have to yeah. wear it in school, but you don't have to wear it at the prom. And, and pr part of that was prompted by, I think, Friday's announcement. Well, they, I, I, well, I wonder about that. I know that that's interesting. I, I have somebody, and not to bring you into this, Keith, but because uh, I know you you did come from uh, from New Hartford, but I had somebody complaining about New Hartford this morning, saying that they actually the kids were not allowed to go out of their pods. Um, uh, they either had to be vaccinated or get a negative test, and then they were required to wear masks at New Hartford and stay in their pods. And at one point, the music was stopped. Because the kids were out of the pods. So it seems like their rules in New Hartford were pretty strict. Uh, this wasn't New Hartford, the district I refer to. But, yeah, yeah. it's like when, when there's confusion like this, it puts school administrators in a tough position. Because it basically does. you have to make what you feel is the best decision. Yeah. And, you, and, and despite all the experience they have... They're not really trained in dealing with the pandemic, although I guess we're out of it. I don't even know. I don't even know it, anymore. It is interesting how for how many how many years schools, this is the way it works. Here's how the process works. Yes, there are things that throw a monkey wrench into things as time goes on, and there are these little mini controversies over the years. But this year, we've just never seen change like we've, we've seen 
starting in March of last year. I mean, it really has to have been quite an amazing year. And, and you have to change uh, on the fly. Yeah. Uh, look what happened just Friday. And, you know, I'll defend all of us, all schools, Little Falls, New Hartford's, all schools, in saying that we consult uh, with our local Department of Health. They've been doing a fantastic job. Nobody knows the demands on them. Yeah. But in fairness to them, their messages are, are different because if you look across New York State, it's different downstate, central New York, western New York. There's so many different messages that you, uh, you feel for them, too. I am so yeah. grateful for our Department of Health because they have provided us with so much guidance mm-hmm. uh, on such things as proms, graduations, and so forth. But again, they're interpreting it to the best of their ability from what they're getting from the state level. Well, let's hope we go back with some normalcy in the fall. Yeah, amen to that. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm already looking forward to it. Keith, I appreciate you coming on this morning, and uh, we'll see what the, the next element of guidance is going forward here. All right. As always, thank you both for having me, and please stay safe and best to your families. You do the same. Thank you so much. Uh, Keith Levitino is the superintendent of schools at Little Falls. And that was a thank you to Bill and Andrew, by the way. <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. I think Not you sure. got it this time. Actually, it was me but and Angelo, you... to be honest. <laughs> did you notice... Um, you know, with with everything that's been going on this year, how you know uh, certain terms come out, and he was talking about ending the year on a positivity note. How many right. times did he say the positivity numbers, or how many you know the positivity rate, and everything like that? So it was kind all of these a, uh, these these words and terms and um, topics that just uh, played no role, right? Right. Ever before, and now, you know, it's an, it's it really been has been. An unbelievable year when you when you think about it, and 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 again to throw a monkey wrench into this whole thing on Friday and then backtrack, you just make everybody upset, and you, and and you make it confusing for everybody. You know, Keith started to say this, and I should have asked more specifically. So he went into a panic basically Friday night. You got to notify teachers, you got to notify parents, all this stuff, and then I'm sure that spilled over into Saturday. Yes. And then all that time you spent trying to do that Friday, Saturday, Sunday, they come out and go, "Never mind, I'm, I'm sorry." It was a, uh, it was an inadvertent <clears throat> whistle. We didn't mean to blow yeah. the whistle. That's what uh, I was communicating with him uh, yesterday afternoon, and with with others, other districts as well. And then all of a sudden you got the notice that uh, everything had changed and the governor's office said uh, masks have to be worn. So it's it has just been really crazy. Uh, I can't imagine what they've had to go through and what parents and teachers and everybody. It's just difficult for for everybody. So to recap, you're sending your child to school this morning. And I guess that they're already there. They should be in a mask. They got to be in a mask.